Hello and welcome to the Inner Gamer episode 61. We are your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions. My name is Brett Yanoski. I'm Awesome Morales, and this week we got Overwatch, and we played a lot of it. Also, happy Memorial Day to everyone out there who needs to be in memoriam for the special day. Yes, thank you to all of our <laughs> I don't know how forces say that. and soldiers who yeah. have... Uh, Fought for us over the years and uh, kept our country safe. Yes. Also, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones and how unsafe it is in Westeros right now. Yeah. And across the Black Sea. Is it Black Sea? It's Black Sea. Black Sea. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, some Far, Har- Far Harbor. Yeah. We talk a little bit about Far Harbor and I read some of the, uh, the first book of the Witcher series. So stay tuned for that. And without further ado, cue the music. Welcome to the So, Brett, you convinced all of us to get something. How dare you make us spend more money than we needed to this week. But I'm very happy you did because I had a really good time today. <laughs> today is Memorial Day recording this, but this is coming out on Tuesday, May 31st. Yes, May 31st. Wow, May just flew by. Oh, on a side note. Yeah, I know. It holy sucks. shit. It's, all, it's basically June, and we're about to go to Fan Expo. Uh, this weekend so oh crap I keep forgetting about that yeah don't forget don't plan yeah. anything because you're going to that oh I have this thing no I'm just kidding we're uh, good I don't even believe you anymore <clears throat> anyway so Brett made us get Overwatch and I was surprised you actually got Overwatch and like you thoroughly enjoyed it oh yeah so please tell us why is it so amazing uh, I mean Battleborn what <laughs> what? I don't. I don't Battleborn got nothing on this. It, it's so weird because like playing playing the betas, like Battleborn so was. Opposite. I liked it so much more, right? And now that I've actually got into, there was something about the beta in Overwatch. It was just, I mean, it, there was only two maps, so I got tired of it really quickly. And I don't know what else it was that changed, but I've played about two and a half, three. No, no, no. Pro- probably three or four hours of Overwatch now. Since you got it. Since I got it. And it's so incredibly dynamic. And that's what I like about it. It's incredibly dynamic. Like, it's not just, it's no longer just a shooter. It's a shooter, like, with so many different ways and methods that you can carry out your attacks and I love that you can switch your heroes in the middle of the game because it always I mean I was playing matches that I would change to three different characters during the course of a match just to account for what was needed at that moment during the match and that was so cool to me it's just oh my gosh there's so much to say about this game <laughs> I guess let's start with the overall game itself so well I mean you're not the only one the thing is is like I've, I mean, me and you both have heard how great this game is and I was like yeah everybody's been talking about it yeah, but that beta's not that great, and, you know, it is, from the beta, it was a really good game. Yeah. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but, like you said, it didn't really seem like a huge, it seemed like a Counter-Strike. Like, one person can go in and kind of mop up if they needed to, you know? But, yeah, all that changed <laughs> as soon as we jumped in from beta to actual straight-up full release. Anyway, go ahead. It's a, it's still very uh, Team Fortress 2 feeling. 
Um, except I like that it's t- what I wanted Team Fortress 2 to be. Because Team Fortress 2, now looking back, was like, it was a good experiment, but it wasn't quite there yet. And this, I like, agree. took it and went on a whole nother level. Because there's, like, I mean, there's, what, 21 heroes, heroes in this game, I think? Um, there's, like, 12 maps, and I think we've played most of the maps already. But there's a... Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting there. We yeah. We already. I'm trying to find the list of number of maps here. But, it, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different maps, and then there's a whole bunch of different heroes. And each hero has like even the okay so i've been playing the uh healing support classes quite a bit those are the ones i probably have the most experience with because um i don't know why i've gravitated towards healers i've never been healers except for in battlefield i play medic a lot but yeah well that's um, that's fun to play it is yeah wait so what do you usually play and i mean usually in games i'm playing like a just in a generic assault class of some kind like i would normally gravitate to soldier 76 yeah that would be my my guy yeah, he's like your standard fps yeah shooter guy yeah. just like they have uh 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 dang it oscar mike and Balborn. exactly yeah. yeah yeah that's what i would kind of go for but i mean now like zenyatta is his name is my favorite character because he's kind of like the um the character the healing character i had in Battleborn where he can be both a very powerful support character, but also a very powerful attacking character. I mean, he can just, I can, I've, I can get six, seven, eight player kill streaks with him and heal people, which is crazy. Yeah. It's kind of weird how the, the, sh- the, sh- the damage counters for these, both of these games are kind of weird because it seems like everyone can do a pretty good amount of damage to each person when usually, you know, the tank usually takes more damage. Right. You know, and then I'll, I'll go for overwatch. You have the, the, I guess, assault guys or damage dealers who do a lot of damage, which I can see you'd have some who can last a little longer than others, but it just seems like no matter who you are, if you're dealing damage, you can take people out pretty fast. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I like that. Because I feel like if you're, because I feel like for me, I'm used to like playing one class and it's good for like this. And that's why I pick it, you know, I'm yeah. going to be a tank because I'm going to last a long time, which I guess their abilities kind of lend to the, that specific type. But at the same time, I feel like there's something off there. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that's, that was kind of the idea, but you know, I think it is by design. I mean, I think they wanted to, um, I don't, I don't think there were, I don't think they wanted to fall into the traditional class roles that most games get into because it wouldn't be I mean because if you are more prone to be a support class you're never going to get any kills and it would be nice to be able to rack up some kills like that or like um, or if you're playing a um, what is it the uh, like defense character you're usually sitting back and you're not doing a whole lot but I like that even the defense characters can still get in there and do a lot of damage like widowmaker is a great great class where i can sit back and i can just start sniping from a distance and pop off guys that are coming around the corner yes easily which is awesome but i can hold my own when i'm in a close quarters combat shootout yeah um and that's really nice and if i have to escape really quickly i just use my grappling hook and grab up to a wall and like get out of there so that's really yeah. nice but um they're I, all so unique and it just blows my mind Especially on some, like, yeah, I was going up against the Widow for the first time. Yeah. And I was, uh, uh, 
Pharaoh or yeah, I think yeah. it's Pharaoh. She like blew me away. I was like, what the fuck? Here I am in this mech suit with this giant rocket launcher. I can barely take this girl out. Yeah. And she's just like, <laughs> like a few shots, I'm dead. And I was like, okay. I feel like this is off balanced. <laughs> there's something wrong here, you know? It's weird. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, there's, you have to be with your team. If you go off by yourself, there's only a few characters that can actually handle, hold their own yeah. in that battle. One that can <laughs> hold their own is Reaper. That thing is he, he, awesome. He, oh, Reaper. Oh, this guy right here. Reaper, the uh, the dude with the double shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you played him yet? Uh, no, I haven't yet. Okay. I he, played him in the beta, and I did not like him. He, you have to, there's, there's a certain way to play his character. And that's another thing that's cool about this, is once you figure out the method to play these characters, like, it's, it's great. It's absolutely great. So, like, there was a point where um, we were playing today, and there was uh, a whole bunch of guys that were just, we were just stuck. We could not, we couldn't move forward, and we couldn't make anything happen. So, what's great about Reaper is that he's a close quarters kind of shooter guy. I mean, he's got shotguns. So, if you get close, you just go pow, pow, pow. I thought three he has or four, they're, they're like pistol shotguns. They have okay. a spread. They're oh, they have okay, like a okay. shotgun spread. I, I didn't know that. Um, they're like bull nose shotguns. And uh, when he shoots, though, like it takes about four shots to kill a guy. And so if you get close to him, you can take him out pretty quickly. So what you can do is he has a teleport ability that can go anywhere. So you can be like way back in the back of the map and then you can look off in a distance and see a ledge and then the enemies are down the floor. So I'll teleport up behind the enemies up on top of that ledge and then just drop down, go bam, 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 bam and take out like four guys. And then I press shift which turns on my shield thing, which makes me move faster and it makes me invulnerable to bullet fire. And then I just get out of there and wow. then once you repeat. Wow. And it's like, and then when you get your ultimate with that character, he stops in one place and spins around in a circle and just goes, just like flying like crazy. Yeah, I've seen that. And you can get like, if you get right in the middle of a group of people, you can take out three or four guys. Yeah. I got a, I think a 12 kill streak with that guy one time. I was like, man, this character is so cool, but I mean, everybody's so different. So like I played the who old, is, I'm trying to think who I haven't played yet. Wait, is this everybody? Yeah, that's everybody. Where, where, oh, this Roadhog. He seems to be the one dude who just fucks my world up like no other. I haven't played Roadhog yet. I tried playing him and I don't see what's so, how he's so awesome. Like, I is guess, I, I guess for any or? of the, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like Reinhardt. Okay. He's like a tank. Oh, he's the big fat dude. Yeah, he throws a thing. Yeah, at you where he can like pull, yeah, like, pull, pull you, you in. like scorpion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, I. He kept wrecking my world. I couldn't figure it out either. I was getting killed by him a lot too. He seems like a close quarters kind of person. Like he has to find you in a like off to the side and like a side hallway to be able to really take care of you. No, dude, he was out, all up in my face. Yeah, he's an interesting, and, interesting hero. Yeah, and then Junkrat, his little bomb. Junkrat's thing. really good too, and I can't. I couldn't play Junkrat. But that's what's really cool is there's people out there that no matter what kind of play style you have, there's somebody, there's at least three or four characters. Like my favorites right now are by far Reaper, Zenyatta, uh, Widowmaker, um, and then I like I like a cross between D.Va and uh, who's the other one? Zarya. So when it comes to tanks, it's either going to be D.Va or Zarya. And then Reaper is my offense guy. Um, Widowmaker is going to be my defense. And then Zenyatta is going to be my support. And sometimes, actually, I really like um, Lucio, too. He's really cool. He plays, like, music and stuff. So you just have to be, as long as you're within the vicinity of, 
uh, your teammates, you're healing them the entire time. Mm -hmm. So you're just like an area effect healer. So I think the best thing, well, speaking on like all these characters that you just said you like to play for different classes. Yeah. I feel like the best thing and the worst thing about this game is that you can change your characters when you die. Yeah. At the spawn point. Right. Which is great because, you know, if the 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 tide of battle just shifts not in your favor, you can, you know, pick the characters that kind of will bring you back. But at the same time, if you have people who don't know what they're doing or don't even realize what's going on in the battle, like especially since... It can be a problem, yeah. It's a big problem. Yeah. Because it's just like, well, you know, shit. You know, I... Because, you know, in a traditional MOBA, which just technically isn't a MOBA, but I feel like it still has some of those... Definitely has that vibe. I mean, you got to know your character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, usually you're like, you pick one character you really like and you're like, okay, so this is my character. I know him. I know his weaknesses and who he's good and who he's not good against. And for, with that, like, my other team will kind of pick up the slack where I might not be able to do that. So you guys just kind of have, you know, everyone plays on each other's strengths and weaknesses. This, it can change on the fly and you can't really do that as much unless you're with people that you know and trust. Right. So... And I think we were experiencing that a lot in these last games we played. Yeah. It's like, we don't know them. They don't know us. They're playing these characters. Some of us are, you know, we have two of the same character out there, which I think is weird. I don't. I feel like you shouldn't be able to do that. I feel that way too. I mean, as I was thinking about some more, I mean, I get the ability to be able to do that. Because, I mean, as long as you're, I mean, the biggest thing is you want to make sure you have a nice even spread of support defense <clears throat> tanks etc and they but, throw all that out there for you to see like oh you have too yeah too many of this or you have too little of this or you have none of this and it's like oh okay someone will switch that you know is good with that maybe yeah. hopefully it is weird being able to have the same character though um but i don't know how i feel in terms of like whether it makes a game better or worse necessarily but well it changes it in a way that i guess we're not used to and yeah. definitely i'm not used to so yeah and that's that's what's really, really weird about this game is that I mean it takes a lot of influences from MOBAs, it takes a lot of influences from RPGs and MMOs and stuff like that with all the different character selections, but it just throws the big old curveball with being able to change those as the game progresses. Mm -hmm. And the games aren't very long either, so like I mean this could change up all they're the like, time throughout it. They're like three minute matches. Yeah, they're so short, which is cool because then you can just jump in, jump in, jump in. It never gets boring yeah you start to die a lot or losing a lot so what do you think about the uh so what's your favorite character or characters uh farah has been my favorite right now because yeah. she can fly and she looks really cool and she's in a mech suit and she can sh rain down hellfire from above especially yeah her special ability is you know i just jump up and if i'm really high i can just rain down my hellfire missiles they're just like and just like wreck shop hardcore and it's really awesome um i guess my other one would be reinhardt he's a tank you can put up a shield and he has a giant hammer and he has a boot like a speed boost where he can boost forward and grab a character or knock characters back but if he grabs you he has a chance to kill you by bashing you into a wall and it's instant death yeah it's awesome that is nice that is one thing with the the tank characters i feel like other than reinhardt they feel like they don't have I feel like they should have more damage than everybody or more armor or whatever right? than everybody else, and but they, they don't. don't. Like, I played Winston and Zarya, and they have abilities that give them more health and stuff, but as a character themselves, I feel like every single character in this game has pretty much the same health. 
And exactly. There's a few characters that have the ability to, I mean, I can tell, like, I think Tracer has very little HP, but she can dart around so quickly, it's almost impossible to, like, hit her right. Right. Same with, uh, there was one other character that moves around really quick. Um, I don't know who it was. I, I, I think it's the uh, Lucio. He's really fast, too. Lucio's fat, but it's, it was a girl, I thought. But maybe not. No? No, I guess not. Maybe it's always just Tracer that keeps killing me. Yeah, it's Tracer, because she's, like, yeah. super fast. Yeah, because she can do, like, three blinks before she has to recharge. Mm-hmm. And then she also can uh, do the uh, recall, which will, like, take her back, as well as her health, to a previous state, which, which is really crazy. Fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, so she's got her own <laughs> crazy healing ability. So, like, every character is very unique to itself, but definitely lends itself to that kind of class, and uh, it makes for weird combinations that I'm not used to. Yeah. Like, we played a match where there was Farah, which is a person I like to play. She she's she can fly in the air. Um, they had Mercy, which is a healer, and she can... Her special, like, sprint ability is if you hold and she's aimed at a person, she will fly to that person even in the air. So you had Farah, who would not come out of the air, Mercy, who was in the air healing her, and then three other guys spawned in as Torbjorn, which is uh, basically a dwarf who can spawn uh, mech guns that will just (laughs) aim at you and shoot you. So they had us locked down, and the objective was to take this, I guess, transport from point A to point B and we were stuck at point A. It didn't even move. Yeah. We could not get around this. Because uh, at the beginning of that, the, I'm always confused with that game type because I think at the beginning the car that never moves. So like, I guess you have to capture a point first in order to get it to progress. Is that what uh, you can Not gather? for that one. We just had to get like two people or three people around it. Okay. We for just it had to start to moving. Yeah. We just only had, if we only had one person, it wasn't going to do it. Yeah, it wasn't going anywhere. So, yeah. I like that. I like that game mode, though. Yeah, I do, too. it definitely isolates the uh, combat mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a way. And I like that. I mean, the other one was good, too, where it's kind of like a push and pull, like capture the point to like progress forward, like um, uh, turning point in Battlefront. Kind of had that that vibe. So, that was yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, the game modes are good. The maps are really cool. I Apparently, there's a really rich story behind this game. But it doesn't come through anywhere. I don't know where no. you find out what that story is, but I was watching a video well, that was explaining it, and they said there's like a hugely elaborate story that makes sense of all these characters yes. in this world. Uh, they, they actually did one short film, I think, with the Widowmaker. Oh, yeah? And so I think they're going to kind of mesh, at least from my, what, what I'm seeing, what they should do, I feel like, is mesh this whole, like, they have this really great Pixar-y, like, animated you know, trailer that they did for this that like, you know, open up that story and it's just yeah. like, and you dive into that. So why not just make like short films for all these characters to tell their backstory? That'd be cool. And then, you know, maybe in the end, make a giant movie out of it. Yeah. So, and then you already have this game, which people already love these characters. I mean, fuck, they made porn out of it. Damn it. Like, yeah. I mean, and how much more do you want? A bunch of people that cosplayed as these characters yes. too, you know? So, I feel like there's a lot here, and they they have a lot to go with, and and it's and it's Blizzard, yeah, and Activision, so they'll do something cool with it. Yeah, but what do you think of the graphics? I think they're fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I can run this on 4K monitor. Well, technically, it's not 4K. They only do 16 by nine ratio, right? But at 4K ish, <laughs> at what 60 frames a second, 
Yeah. Anywhere from 50 to 60. So it's a very, very smooth, very well, very streamlined game. It's like well optimized. I mean, it's, it's for the fact that this is their first shooter. It's incredible that they were able to make it so shooter feeling. And so like yeah. top of the top. Yeah. They, it's they really, really nice to um, work on this. But yeah, I like that a lot. And I like, I mean, there isn't anything that I found in this game that I really don't like, other than the fact that there's a few little discrep, like what seems to be like slight balancing issues between the heroes. But I mean, considering how many heroes they have, they did a damn good job of balancing them all together. Oh my gosh, is that Pharaoh? That is Pharaoh or Pharaoh? No, it's Pharaoh. Yeah. So I went to WonderCon. I just showed Brett this picture of someone who cosplayed as Pharaoh, and she has the exact armor from head to toe. And I was like. What is this from? She's like Overwatch, and I was like, "The fuck!" Because <laughs> Fair is not it would not be an easy cosplay. No, as you can see here. But anyway, go ahead. Imagine somebody cosplaying as Reinhardt. <laughs> uh, it's gonna happen. I guarantee I'm you. Sure, guarantee you. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones here. Symmetra will see a lot. I'm sure. I know we already saw Diva. Yeah, Diva um, is a big one. Tracer is gonna be really big it's coming up here. Oh, she's already big. Yeah, I want to say Reaper. Reaper anyway, you were cool. saying, um, <laughs> I forgot something about balancing issues or yeah, there's a few balancing issues with some of the characters, I think, but they're very, very subtle and not enough to like complain about. So that's, that's a good thing. You know, Battleborn didn't have that problem either. I feel like Battleborn had a pretty good balance with their characters. I did too. It's like, I mean, yeah, there could be balance. Well, what I don't like about that is that they don't tell you, Hey, you don't you have too little of this or too much of this. Yes, I agree. So And one thing I don't like about this Overwatch is that they say like there's no snipers or there's no builders. Hey, look. But there's no there's no um Minikuma. Oh nice. There's no recognition of what is a builder and what is a sniper. So unless you know those characters, like I know that Widowmaker's a sniper, but I don't know what else is a sniper. And right. I think she's the only sniper. She might be. And that's what's weird is that I, mean, I know there's two builders. I mean, because Junkrat's technically a builder. Um, oh, I guess uh, what's his name? Hanzo's technically a sniper. Yeah, that's true. I hate Hanzo. I try playing Hanzo. His ultimate's awesome, but man, it's so hard to shoot with. Oh, Hanzo. I know. I think McCree might be one. Yeah. That's yeah. Hard. So that's something I wish they they. I mean, they do a good job at sl- splitting up like tank support, defense, offense, and stuff like that, but. Everything else, not as much. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really satisfied with the game. I mean, for forty bucks, it's totally worth it. Yeah. So if you got it for PC, you can get the just straight up Overwatch, not the Origins edition, for forty bucks. Which I looked at the Origins edition, did not look worth it at all. I mean, it gives you a bunch of stuff for their other Blizzard games, and then some let me, skins. Let me, let me pull that up real fast. And I don't care about the skins. I don't either. Overwatch. Origins edition because you know it's not like in uh i mean at the end you see the skins but it's not like when you're playing battleborn where at the beginning of the game when you're about to start a match they show you your character and you can do your taunts and stuff like that yeah that makes sense but in this game with all the loot packs like the sprays are cool um but the voices i don't really care about the um skins, skins are, i don't really care about that much i think the skins are pretty cool but they're cool what you do, haven't right? seen is i don't know where this comes into play but they have hero poses yeah, and I don't. I'm exactly. Have where you seen that? that? I don't know where that comes into play either. Yeah, I don't either. But have you looked at some of the ones? Yeah, that yeah, they're, they're cool. Really yeah. sweet. Um, anyway, so I was, I was reading that they're gonna do more 
stuff with the the highlights that they give you. Um, I don't know if you noticed that highlights menu after you play a couple rounds. Like if you had a really good round, oh really? Like have a little highlights reel which will show you like your biggest play or whatever from that That's part of cool. the game. And right now all it is is you just pull it up and you watch it that little moment, and at the end it says Overwatch, and then it just cl- closes out. But then it goes away the next day. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool how they have like best play. Yeah. Like that's so awesome, and I, I'm curious to know how they how they rig that up to make that actually you know figure out what is the best play. Right. But I guess you can de- tell it's definitely based on like number of kill like kill streaks and stuff like that. But yeah, um, there's there's a lot. Some it's, of them have been really best, cool like have. best heals yeah. or something. You know. So. I wish they showed a score. It's weird not having a scoreboard at the end. Okay. You know, they they show you, you like mean? your they show you your um oh, achievements. Like they, yeah, yeah. There's no like here's a list of everybody that played, their kills, their deaths. They don't focus on that. That's not a thing. They focus on your independent successes. Mm-hmm. And then they show you Someone the overall people this. where the commendations part, which is kind of cool. Yeah. But it's weird that they don't show you like, okay, well, here's your stats mm-hmm. from that match. Yeah. But it hasn't really bothered me that much. No, I mean, if anything, I think that makes the game, I guess, more team based. Yeah, I mean, even You're when not you so press, worried. you know, even when you press tab, like you don't see everybody else's scores. You just see your stats. Yeah, and then you see everybody that's in the game. Yeah, and I think that's even that's really interesting. I think uh, actually, I just saw an article that uh, I need to read, but it's like how Overwatch has made a troll-free gaming online gaming experience. You have those people. You don't know what the other people's scores are, so you don't have those people that are like bitch talking you all the ah, time. Like kick your ass. No, being like, "Hey, man, pick up your shit. What the fuck? Why are oh, you doing yeah. that?" Blah blah blah. Like, you know, someone we know who used to do that a lot with you, and yeah, I mean, if you can't see it and you're only focusing on yourself, it's kind of hard to focus on other people. Yeah, I mean, it's all. It's either you can tell that your team's doing bad, but you can't tell individually who's, yeah, who's doing, doing bad. Yeah, exactly. Unless you know you got a healer and you're not getting healed, then yeah. you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, this sucks. But okay. what the have healer? Yeah, or no one's a healer, and you got to be a healer. Yeah. But um, so back to the Origins Edition. So if you buy the Origins Origins Edition, I assume only on PC, you'll get uh, some some hero skins. You'll get a Heroes of the Storm tracer hero. You'll get a World of Warcraft baby Winston uh, pet, which is a gorilla. Uh, you'll get a Hearth of the Stone card pack or card back. Yeah, it's a different backing to your cards. Oh, oh my God. I That's thought it was going to be a card pack. Okay, anyway. Uh, Diablo 3 Mercy Wings for, I uh, forget this girl's name. Mercy. No, but it's for someone else. Oh, and Gianna. Yeah, okay. For Gianna. And then you'll get StarCraft Two in-game portraits, and there's six of them. Uh, Soldier forty-seven, is that right, or sixty-seven? Forty or Soldier seventy-six, I think. Soldier, yeah, Soldier seventy-six. You'll get Reaper, Winston, Farah, Tracer, and the robot Bastion. Bastion. So the only thing that's good about this is a Heroes of the Storm Tracer hero. That's cool. That is really cool. But everything else I don't really care about. Yeah, like, unless you play all these games. Yeah. <laughs> which is a lot to actually play. They're all really in, in-depth games. I don't see anyone. Well, and most of it's, like, cosmetic. I mean, the card back, like, so what? Yeah. Mercy's this, Wings, like, that's cool, I guess. This but. does not all seem like it should be six. Yeah. If anything, this should be DLC stuff. That yeah. You pay, like, two or three bucks to get. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm happy that they just gave us a forty dollar option on the PC. Yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. Because it's like totally worth forty bucks. But I don't think I think it's gonna be sixty for console. 
it is up. it is yeah. that's all you all you get man sucks what to be a console player yeah right so right. sorry Devin. it's pretty awesome i i I, yeah. I can't really complain as much as i have died and get really pissed off at this game okay so so far this year we've had a shit ton of games come out what what has been your favorite game thus far? Oh, I was gonna actually save this till July, but we can do it now. It's fine. Okay, yeah. Um, well, we can do it again. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. can ask everyone else then. Um, <clears throat> if you haven't noticed, Travis and Devin are not here with us today. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, they're not here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a really, really good question. Dark Souls was surprisingly really good. Yeah, I'll say that. Uh, as much as I've played uh, Uncharted, I think that's the best story I've had so far. This is definitely the most the best multiplayer I've played this year. Um not even Battlefront could come game of the year is going to be tough. It really is cuz there's been a lot of good stuff and I there's think more so far. to come. I mean there hasn't been a standout bad game. I mean I can't think of anything. I can't either. XCOM is pretty fun for yeah. what I played. Ratchet and Clank's a good adventure game. Um shit, what else came I mean, out? Battleborn's still a good game despite its flaws. Yeah. Metal Gear came out last year, didn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um The Witness I heard was really good, which I haven't played that yet. <laughs> Is it bad that I don't remember all the games I played? There's so many. Are you gonna pull up a list or something? Yeah, a little bit. I wanna well, I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna pull up a list real fast just so we know we which games we play. <laughs> Cause this is there's a lot. There's a lot out there. Um Let's see, 20, no, schedule, release date. Okay, here's something. January, Assassin's Creed, nope. Gone Home? Wait, no, that's for PS4. Yeah, that's for PS4. Um, There's actually a lot here I haven't played. Legos, Marvel, Slain, Bombshell, War of Mine, PS4. Rise of Tomb Raider. That was a surprisingly good story. Oh, yeah, I forgot but that came out. That did come out already. Technically before that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Global Night Hero. So I guess January we didn't have a whole lot. The Witness was the big title. Yeah, Firewatch. Do you like that? I love Firewatch. Is that one of your contenders? No, it wouldn't be a game of the year. Yeah, but it's definitely a top. It's definitely it's a memorable game. I think Far Cry Primal would be the least my my least liked game so far. Yeah, I could see that one being a disaster. I feel like nobody really received that one too well. Mm, so people are going to hate me with for this, but um, what is this? The Division? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't like that game. I don't know why people like it so much. I just feel like it's a go-nowhere MMO uh, RPG FPS based off of Destiny. But people said it was gotten better, so I don't know. It just ain't my game. Uh, Hitman is actually surprisingly really good as well. Not for my game of the year, though. Uh, Pokemon Tournament. Oh, Paragon. PC Early Access. Man, you know, there are actually are not a lot of games out right now that I can say are, like, spectacular. Yeah. Which I think... I think the only one that's, like, I could put up there right now is really Dark Souls. Didn't Blood and Wine come out on Friday? I did. I haven't played play it yet. yet? Oh, no. my god! I haven't bought it yet. I thought you bought it on the podcast. No, I ended up not buying it yet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I know. Well, I saw the map size. It's, it's gigantic. It's, like, really big. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. 
I haven't seen it yet, but I know. I just, I don't even know. They showed like the actual map of the game and they showed the map, the new map for this one and the size proportion to it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know, really big. Was there something in the game called No Man's Land in The Witcher 3? No? Okay, never mind. I don't remember what they called it, but there was something. Let's see. Yeah. Well, Quantum, anyway. Quantum Break came out that I played. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Quantum Break. Uh, let's see. Like my, gosh, there's so Episode many games. Episode 2 came out. Ah. Battleborn. Okay, I'm just going to start naming off names uh, of stuff that has come out. <laughs> Battleborn, Uncharted 4, uh, Doom, Homefront apparently came out. Oh, yeah. That game was a disaster. I didn't even, I didn't even know it was out yet. I thought it was still like coming out. Uh, oh, no. The reviews were so bad. Far Harbor DLC... Total War, Warhammer, Overwatch. What else is coming out? This episode three. Oh, Hitman episode three is coming out. It did come out tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought it came out on episode Friday. Two. Okay, Smite cool. is coming out of beta. Is going straight to full release for PS4. And then June. Let's see. June coming out with Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Can't wait for Mirror's Edge Catalyst. I never played any of the Sherlock Holmes games. Resident Evil Umbrella Corp. Uh, Technomancer, Seven Days to Die, The Division so DLC kind of one empty. It's very empty. That's good. <laughs> well, we're gonna you well, catch up. It's empty because of E3. This is true. I mean, yeah, E3 you don't want to release all so that. much stuff yeah. coming out. Then that's that's true. Okay, let's. Well, oh, I'll finish July's off summer empty. here. Uh, Rocket League Collector's Edition retail. Hmm, I didn't hear about that yet. Oh yeah, I was reading about that. Uh, Batman Return to Arkham. Wow, that's all? The one's in August. No Man's Sky. Uh, Do Sex, Mankind, Mankind Divided. I'm excited about that. Oh, Warcraft yeah, Madden Legion. NFL 17. <laughs> that's it. Anyway. Yeah. So, so it's as of a now. slow up until summer or fall, but. I'm hoping Doom is like Wolfenstein to me when I play it. I, I want to get it. But I want to wait till it goes on sale a little bit. And I'm hoping it turns into be like a Wolfenstein. Yeah. Because I remember when you told me about Wolfenstein, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's good, Brad. All right, cool. Yeah, it's just some stupid shooter. And then you're like, oh, my God. Then I played it, and I was like, wow. They, they hit everything. It felt like one of those old... It, it, it really felt like one of those old um, like Medal of Honor type games. It was very gamey, like the way everything was set up. But it just added so much to it like i don't know all the ammo drops and yeah stuff. yeah i can't i don't know why i don't know why but it was just it was weird but I, it was it was a it went back to its roots and that was good doom i heard um it's really cool in the sense that it's one of the few single player games where like you cannot stop moving like they said the entire yeah. game it's like a complete adrenaline rush of you're always moving somewhere in order to get health and stuff you have to do like a stab kill on a bad guy and then they drop out a bunch of health and ammo yep and that's how you pick up your health and ammo so that's kind of interesting yeah so i'm excited to play it now i am too so we'll see what's up yeah so overwatch is definitely a i'm just gonna go back to play for us (laughs) just say that for now yeah we got our no no told it we dig it and stuff we dig it i dig it i like to play it it's good definitely purchase it um, if you got the funds, it's one of those games you you'll be playing for at least a year easily. And it's it's a really good game that you can just like Battlefront, except it's so much better than Battlefront. Yeah, you can jump in and play a couple rounds and like satisfy your needs for thirty minutes and then go away. I mean, how do you feel about Battlefront right now? 
I really don't feel the need. At first, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just jump in and play a little Star Wars. But now, like, I'm like, mm. there's nothing. There's too many other things I want to yeah. play. Like, I don't even want to get the DLC. No, I did. And then now I'm just like, mm. so we yeah. for Battlefront 2. Yeah. See what's up with that. I don't know. I'm just really sad about that game. Yeah. Because it's it was it had great potential and it had, it had it grew little legs and now it stopped. Yeah. Anyway, I just realized one of the things that makes it really bad not bad but I think what's the the problem in Battlefront the most is that it takes a while to get to the action like the spawn points I feel like are way too far away oh, from the yeah. action. Oh yeah. And once you get to the action it doesn't take long to die. Whereas in Battlefield there's enough stuff where you can keep yourself alive once you get to the action even though it takes and a while game to get there. points too. Yeah, exactly. And Overwatch doesn't have that problem. I mean, there's a little bit of running to get to the point you have to get to, but it's not terrible. No. And it's it's quick. It moves quick. It's like Call of Duty quick, except good. Yeah. And way better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so glad that basically the Call of Duty form is, formula is now non-existent and <laughs> stupid and going out the wayside. So what, what what do you hope for DLC? I didn't even think about that. Do you think there will be DLC? Uh, Yeah, I'm hoping more, there will be. A, more, a bigger roster of characters? I'm thinking they'll bring out some more characters. Yeah. Which that'll be really interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, whatever they bring out is probably going to be cool. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they have it planned. I think so. I bet you some of the DLC will include more maps and maybe some additional game types. I'd like to see That'd a couple cool. more game types. Yeah. I don't know what that I can see this could be, but... Well, it, it's nice. It, it It's not like, you know, Battlefront where it's like, oh, yeah, play all Blast or, like, you know, close quarters, shoot them up, you know, or uh, team deathmatch. It, it's like objective you know or like you know hold the point or uh, you know take escort the bomb or yeah I guess it really wasn't a team deathmatch no no but it's nice that they kind of switch it up and it's not the same thing every time you know it it focuses on team play yeah because in team deathmatch your goal is just to kill as many people as possible yeah and it's like that's not the case yeah you gotta work with your team to succeed so what was a game that was like this that really was really shitty about it we played it recently. One Battleborn. That was like supposed to be team play and wasn't? Yeah. I don't know. Was it about you sure it wasn't Battleborn? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Battleborn. Battlefront? No. I don't know. We'll think of it later. Yeah. We'll tweet it out or something. Okay. Anyway, well, you want to wrap that segment up? Yeah. We'll do you wrap have this. any other games to talk about that you played? Uh... Uh, I played a mobile game, but no. I haven't played enough of it to really talk yeah, about let's it. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> we played some more Dreadnought today, and oh uh, gosh, we got sucked. raped. Raped. You know, we were like, "Oh man, this is a slow shooter," but like a lot of stuff happens. No, people were like flying in with giant ships, and we're like, "I don't know what's going on anymore." They're so much better now. <laughs> yes, it's not. It's not cool. It's, it's not. It's cool. so weird. Matchmaking is not balanced right now. No. So that's that. Cool. Well, <laughs> let's take a break. Yep. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. All right. So we're back with our random segment. Uh, this will be the last episode uh, thus far where we will have the random segment actually in the podcast. We're going to be moving it to our Twitch channel every weekend 
depending on which day we actually record our Tuesday podcast. So look for if you like it, look for it there. Uh, keep up to date. Go like us on our Twitch channel, and you can view the schedule by clicking the schedule button or tab or whatever it is on the actual uh, info box. So. Wait, real quick. Yeah. Go on there real quick, because I tried it again, and the schedule button still doesn't work for me. Okay. It was really weird. Let me fix this. It was on a computer, and I was like, this is weird. Uh Uh-oh. We got phone calls. Phone calls. People be calling us like crazy. If it works for you, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm telling you, it's going to work for me. I'm going to be so pissed. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. You never know. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Wait, where'd you click? Let me see. Hang on. Right here. Oh, I thought you might. So you should make that clickable down there. That's not. You can't make this clickable. Yeah, you can. You can make those links because you go on your social. All right, we'll do that later. Yeah, see it on social. Click on Facebook. Oh yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, because okay. I was like, I was like clicking on the the schedule button. I was like, wait, what are you? I'm still confused. Because okay, so I know a lot of people have a schedule button. And yeah. You actually click on this. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Click on the big schedule sign that's in parentheses with the green parentheses. Yes. Anyway, so anyway. Go, go check it out. We'll be talking about all of the greatness that is random, which is, you know, movies, video games, books, TV shows, and mostly Game of Thrones. <laughs> and if you don't like that, let us know and we'll put it back in the podcast. Yeah. But, you know, we just want to see how this works. Yeah. So we want, to, we want to keep everything game part of the video game podcast and take out all the random stuff. Right. So, without so, further ado, awesome reading stuff. Yeah. I actually, so in lieu of actually that's probably not the right term because blood and wine was coming out i was like you know what i'm really pumped about the witcher i want to do something with it i don't want to go back and play the game right now so i actually bought the first book in the series of the witcher so this is like this is where everything this is where the games um came from was off of this book and um it literally starts with the first witcher so i don't know if they did the book like all of it is part of all this game or they did something where it's kind of like they crammed as much as they could into these three games that have come out. So, um, I like it so far. I feel like I, I don't know if I would like it as much if I didn't play the Witcher three. Cause I have those characters in my mind, in my head and I can picture them and I can hear them in my, you know, when I'm reading it. So, other than that, it's been pretty good. I haven't got very far. I think I'm on chapter three or four or something. And uh, Geralt just killed, or no, he didn't kill. He he went to go take a curse off of this princess that was turned into a beast that she ended up dying, apparently. So in the crypt, uh, during a full moon, she would arise as this beast and go around murdering people and stuff. So he fixed it with almost, like, he almost died. So... So the the book is like the same story as the game. Or yeah, that's what it, it seems like it is. Okay, so yeah. is it me, was it meant to be? I guess a uh, if you don't want to play the game, you can do this. Or is it? I have no idea. Well, no, because the books came before the game. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. So I I I didn't, I didn't play Witcher one or Witcher two. So I don't know if that like how closely they mesh together. Was but, it written by CD Projekt Red? No, it was written by somebody else. So was the game inspired by this book? The game came from this book. Oh, so this is a, so they. I thought CD Projekt Red like came up with the Witcher story. Oh no 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 no. Oh. Yeah, it's based off books. So it's cool. It's cool that they are because 
I mean, a lot of good ideas and stories actually come from book writers. So there you go. That's good. I think that's all I got for you other than... I watched Silicon Valley and it was great. I haven't watched it yet. It's so good. You watched the last one, right? The one before that where um, uh, Richard... um, The last one I watched is when the CEO left. Oh, really? You're yeah. way back there? Yes. I have not. Oh, damn. I know. I'm sure a lot of stuff's happened. I haven't, so I haven't missed a reporter. I don't know what that is. Oh, man. I've not caught up with any of this well, stuff. For, for those that know, <laughs> the reporter, uh, Richard, he's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then Dinesh. Kill me, brah. Dinesh and his online girlfriend. That's all I got to say. Dude, you're spoiling it for me. There's no spoilers I there. know. I know. It's just so funny. Oh, you know what I forgot to talk about the last segment? The Fallout 4 DLC. Oh, yeah, Far Harbor. Yeah. You mind if I talk about that right now? Sure. Uh, it's really awesome. Uh, it, they added a lot of new characters that seem pretty thought out, and the new voice actors, and the story behind Far Harbor is pretty amazing and deep and rich, and there's a lot to explore in this seemingly small island area but it's actually pretty massive and there's a lot of stuff to explore and find and it's nothing nothing like uh the commonwealth which is the mainland what is the story of far harbor uh so you have these people who i guess it's like the farthest point or something i know you you go you get this quest from or you get a distress signal and so you go and it's all kind of revolves around uh one of the the companions, uh, Valentine, which is a t- uh, a synthetic de- uh, detective, so he's not he's not he's a robot with the personality put into him, and he solves crime. <laughs> is he the one that I've seen pictures of where he's? I think I've seen pictures of him. You want to pull something up for you? Yeah, pull it up. Okay. I think I know what he looks like. Um, I don't know where I've seen him or well, I mean I've played the game, but. Yeah. Yep. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, cool. So this is this is what kind of the whole thing is based upon. Which I haven't got that far yet, but I'll I'll want to find out his backstory. Apparently, he kind of has. Well, I don't want to say that yet. Is he Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> so sort kind of sorta. Not really. Um. So you have these people. So you go to this person, and they they're like, "My daughter left," and then you find out she went to Far Harbor. And uh, no spoilers here, as much as I can avoid. So you follow after her being like a detective and you could take Valentine with you or, and I've heard that you don't actually have to have Valentine to do all the quests on Fire Harbor, which is weird because you have to have gotten so far in the quest line, the main quest line by finding Valentine in order to unlock the mission to go to Fire Harbor. So that's kind of weird. But so you go there and you know, mystery ensues and you go to find this girl and there's a lot of stuff that happens. They have the children of Adam, which is this kind of cult that sees the radiation as God. And then you have synthetics on the Island who are trying to like make this utopia safe haven as well. And then you have the humans who are just trying to live. And so you have like kind of this three way battle between these three groups of people. And then of course, um, just kind of the land itself is, you know, this other menacing thing that that kind of threatens everybody as well. But it's cool to see how, like, they've really redone everything. Like, there's a lot more trees and brush, and they have this new dynamic and atmospheric effect with fog that just kind of 
hovers over the ground and, and like throughout all of it and then it's also in the air and so like you can't see very far because of fog now how many badass mods have they made to enhance that experience <laughs> they've already made a lot <laughs> um and so it's really really awesome like you walk in there and it's just another world and you're just like holy shit they did it they fucking did it so if you have fallout 4 and you haven't played it in a while this is definitely something to get i dig it and you should buy it now and jump back into fallout because you're gonna you're gonna get like me i'm gonna not finish this probably and get the witcher deal seeing it sucked into that for like another 40 hours and then yeah. come back and finish this but um yeah any questions no sounds good yeah i recommend it yeah i wish you liked fallout a little more i do too yeah i really do actually but i don't so, anyway, I think that's all I got. Shall we continue on to Game of Thrones? I'm a bad singer. I'll stop. I'm trying to find like a good uh, synopsis of the one we just watched, like so in case I forget something, so Devin doesn't yell at me. I'll have it in front of me. Devin's gonna yell at us no matter what. <laughs> so Devin, we're sorry, but I'm not sorry. Before we begin, everybody, we're about to talk about Game of Thrones episodes called The Door and Blood of My Blood. If you have not seen those episodes, hold the door and go watch them. Yes. No, go close the door and go watch them. Yes. Like, you need to watch these now. So, you have three, two, one, and spoilers commence Hodor! Hodor! Oh, my God, Brett. Tell me how hard was it to watch that, the unfolding of... Hold the door. Hodor has died. Oh, man. What a fucking backstory is that? It was quite good. Right. It was quite good. I think I this was, is the best episode. It was so good. They, I love how they were, they were like leading up with the whole... I didn't know what the whole story was with Bran going back in time and all that stuff, but I now understand that he was trying to like learn... Uh, the world from the three-eyed raven and learn what's been going on Mm -hmm. so he could take over and we see how the white walkers were made and we see how the white walkers were made the the children children of the forest decided they would be like well you man and people are destroying our shit so we're gonna go and make this dude who's gonna then destroy us so basically they're trying to create a defense force against humans which were wrecking their forest and killing their kind Mm-hmm. So they thrusted dragon glass into uh, a man's chest, and thus forth he became the Night King. The Night King, and that was freaking crazy. Yeah. And then we got Bran, who's out in his you know warding nope. zone. Do we need to wait? Yeah. Go ahead. We have Bran, who's out in his warding zone. And uh, he encounters none other than um, the Night King himself. He goes up to the Night King and he's like, yeah, what's up, Night King? But he doesn't realize that the Night King can actually see him. And the Night King reaches out and grabs his arm. And now he knows where he is. Nice HBO thing. We're talking about Game of Thrones right now. Oh, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not ironic. Yeah. Austin's girlfriend just walked in and she's got an HBO bag. HBO. And it says oh. film on it, but it doesn't say Game of Thrones. So oh, it's that's not, not too cool. bad. 
Oh my ah, so yeah. So um, the Night King touched Bran, and then bam. So that now they know where he is. Yeah, because of that, he I guess put some kind of mark of his on him, and now that kind of tree underground tree fortress that they were in is now no longer safe. So they're like, you got to get out of here. Yep. And then like, <laughs> hold the door, turn into Hodor. No, wait, he, we got to talk about more than that. So, yeah, I know. So the three-eyed raven's like, okay, it's time for you to become me. And then he takes him, he takes Bran back into the past again to like kind of look around the stuff. So little do we know, they were actually, he was setting up, he was setting up uh, Bran to actually get, make Hodor, Hodor. So he kept him in the past the whole time. And then a giant army, basically the whole undead army came up on their doorstep and was trying to break in and kill everybody. And so, you know, Hodor takes Bran and I forget the woman, the girl's name. Her name is Mira. Mira. Like they try to escape through the back way. All the children there are dead and there's only one child left and she sacrificed herself for a, a moment and they get out the door and Hodor closes the door to the back exit as Mira and Bran escape. But Hodor was really scared, so Bran had to be like, you know, warging to him through the past, seeing him as a child. So basically, he was in the past, warged Hodor, and that carried up all the way up to that point where Hodor is told to hold the door. Thus, his name is made... Fuck. Hodor. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. That's just fucking crazy. It's just super sad. So so not only have they had this mystical stuff, but now they've like thrown in time in this as well. Yeah. I don't know what that means. And I feel like, because when the old, when the three-eyed raven was like, it's time for you to become me. Yeah. I feel like, what if that's Bran from the future? Yeah. And he's come to be. the past. Yeah. I don't know what that, that means. But that's possible. It's very I, possible. I think it's very possible. Yeah, it's 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 it. It could be a thing. So, so that was the biggest part of the episode. But um, the other things that happen is uh, um, we have let's see here at Castle Black, Jon Snow plans to unite the North against the Boltons, and in the Iron Islands, you're on. Oh wait, that's not what I want to go to. So Castle Black, we got. Was this the episode where uh, Sansa and Jon Snow had their reuni- reunion? Or is that the previous episode? That's the previous episode. This is the one where he gets a letter, though. No, that was the previous episode, that was too. That was episode, too. Dang. Yeah, we haven't seen Jon Snow yet. So backwards, But we did man. see the new... Wait, didn't we see the new guy? Oh, I know. Oh, no, wait. This is the episode where uh, Sansa and Brienne <laughs> talked to Littlefinger. And they <laughs> talked to him about... Um, basically, Sansa like confronts him as like, Yo, you made me marry Ramsay Bolton. You're a dick. So this is not cool and I hate you and I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> You're dick. Yeah. That kind of thing happened. Yep. And then, uh, is like, oh, you should come and return to the veil with me. I will take you and I will make rights again. And kind she's like, like that's not going to happen. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, that's not going to happen. So, um, uh, yeah. And as he leaves, he reveals that her great uncle, Blackfish, totally has gathered the remainder of the Tully forces and retaken River Run. Um, meanwhile, 
You have John, Davos, and Sansa examining their odds of retaking Winterfell from the combined forces of the Boltons, Umbers, and Starks. So basically, they're just trying to figure out how they're going to be able to take out Ramsay and do all this stuff. So that was cool. It's ridiculous. And then Jorah, Jorah, whatever his name is, is like, I love you, Daenerys. I love you. And she's like, I finally see. I love you too. You need to fix your dragon scale concrete <laughs> stuff on your arm and go find a cure. And I command you. And then he walks away. That was like the perfect rendition of that scene. Right? Yeah. How you guys felt that? That passion. Yeah. I mean, Brett's crying because Daenerys, <laughs> Daenerys cried. Anyway. Yeah. Wait, we're talking about this episode now, right? What? Wait, which episode are you talking about? We're still talking about the one with Hodor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, so yeah. that was all from that part of it. Yeah. So let's talk about the Iron Islands. Yes. The cousin came back and challenged. This was that was that this that episode wasn't it? That was that episode. Okay. So I don't know the cousin's name. I'm sure Brett's got to tell me right now. Yeah. The uh, wait a minute. 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 There we go. Yara makes her claim to the Salt Throne. So Yara is the the sister. Yep. of Theon and then it's Euron Greyjoy who arrives and he's like yo yo bitches you can't take this I'm gonna take this <laughs> I'm gonna take this yeah and they're like you've been traveling all over the world this whole time and then they're like and he's like yeah well I got a plan yeah and he actually has a pretty damn good plan he does me. have a plan he was like I know there's this white queen queen of the dragons across the sea and we're gonna get I'm gonna get her make her my wife and we're gonna take over uh, King's Landing, basically, and then Merle Restoros. And I was like, "Damn, yeah, damn!" For someone I, who abandoned his people, all that traveling was pretty good. <laughs> well, I was really surprised that, like, even after he admits to killing Balon, which I guess nobody liked Balon, so they're like, "All right, well, that's cool. You killed him, so you can be the leader." And he took off. So then Yara and Theon decide they're going to be like, "All right, well." We're going to grab up everybody that we know and we're going to grab our ships and we're going to take off. And that was a cool scene. Yeah. Just seeing all those ships taken off and he was pissed. Euron was not happy about that. Because we watch him uh, take the oath or I forgot what it's called. The the one where they dunk you in the water and oh, yeah. I guess you suck up the seawater and then if you come back to life, you're chosen. Yeah, that so, was really weird. Yeah. I thought they were trying to kill him. I did too. I thought it was like, like on purpose or something. Yeah, I thought it was like a whole plan, like something bad was going to happen, but no. Yeah, after his coronation by drowning and resuscitation, he decides to kill Theon and Yara and then discovers that they've decided to flee the country. So my theory is they're going to go over there and try to get Daenerys Stormborn on their side and take her back. Yeah. Because they have a whole fleet already and that's what and they set it up with this last episode. I mean, she wants ships, so... Yeah. That's gonna something like that's gonna happen, but she doesn't know who Theon is. That's what's crazy, is that Daenerys is completely oblivious to everything that's happening in Westeros. It is so much. So like she's gonna meet these people and she's not gonna know really who to trust, you know? Exactly. And that's gonna be weird. I mean, I would not want to go up to her with her fucking dragon and be like, "Yeah, you want to join forces?" So yeah. Um, and then we got Bravos with Arya, who is assigned to go kill this play lady mm-hmm. and she's there 
and she asked the guy about like killing and stuff i forgot his name i don't know if he even has a name oh no jockin hakar oh yeah yeah jockin um she talks about or he talks about the faceless men blah blah, blah what they do they're found in bravos so and then offer an assignment and saying that um, basically if she kills this person she succeeds if she doesn't then she dies so she's like all right got to go kill this lady and uh she watches a play of uh um basically the the what's happened in westeros yeah in since King's the, landing since the yeah. death of her father ned stark yeah so she gets to see her father gets his head chopped off and then afterwards we go back in the back and she kind of like watches all these actors and doing their thing and sees her and then we have that new actress who had her top off that was very attractive but that was just me um damn red i know <laughs> cut that part out I'm just kidding. um it's too late it's too late but uh yeah so then she goes back and it was interesting because she's like obviously questioning this and she's talking to jockin or jockin or however you say his name um about like this target and uh yeah basically he's like you don't ask questions you just do what you're told to do yeah you're a servant yeah you're a servant and she's obviously quite she's concerned about that and doing that stuff so that was she's had a lot a lot of trouble trying to let her pass go yeah as a stark and you know vengeance and stuff that's a very hard driving force for it you know but I think she she thought this, she would see this a means to an end, you know, and um, it, I mean it kind of is as we'll talk about in this next episode. So yeah, um, and then we have Marine with Tyrion and Varys the bald dude. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that, that. Yeah, and then that priestess lady comes in, one of those like red woman people. Yes, um, her name was Kin- Kinvara, I believe was her name. And uh, who's the bald guy? Varys. Varys. And she basically just like well, he doesn't makes trust him her at first. Go, yeah, and I was like, finally, someone who's smart, you know, because I mean, he had he has not had good dealings with sorcerers or, or priestesses. Basically, she he thinks she's a witch, which she really is. Oh yeah, she's she's wearing that same pendant that the red woman wears, and I don't know her name either. <laughs> yeah, her name was uh, shoot, um, Melisandre. Melisandre. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, so like she's, she's comes here and Varys is like, I don't trust you, blah, blah, blah. Then she's like, well, here's how you got castrated, bro. He knows, she knows his whole story. Yeah. That was pretty good. Even the part where, because if you watch season two, I don't even know what season it's in. Somewhere, no, it's uh, season uh, four. The end of season four, Ferris talks about what happened to him, yeah. how he got castrated, and he was captured as a little boy, and um, this this wizard or or wizard, like I just said, wizard twice, and I yeah, <laughs> I can't think of this wizard or this this wizard, <laughs> this guy, and he's like trying to do some sacrifice to, you know gods or demons or whatever and so apparently he heard a voice in the in the fire and so this this new red lady was like i could tell you what that person said that voice in the fire and he's just like literally like he saw a ghost yeah that was such a good reaction damn he's just like silence in a heartbeat yeah 
And then she pledges her support and uh, says that Daenerys is a chosen one. I was like, oh, fuck. There's more of these people. I know. Devin's like, more demon yeah, babies. The, uh, what, is, what is it? Not the fire god. Oh, gosh. I don't know what they call that thing. <laughs> I'm not sorry, Devin. I'm not sorry yeah. right now for not the, knowing the gods. Yeah, so so this god, like, he's just... Devin was like, yeah, it's the only one who's shown his true power over everything else. I was like, yeah, but these people are fucking evil. They're all fucking evil. Yes, they are. So that's that. Yeah. That's basically that episode. Yeah. So we got Hodor dies. A lot of stuff happens. We got Varys gets hit, like kind of messes well, up his pants, but he doesn't have anything to mess up his pants yeah. with. Yeah. And then uh, well, Council of Fire joins forces with yeah. Daenerys. Tyrion and all that. Um, oh, and then Daenerys. No, no, that was, that was before. Arya and her situation with battling her decisions on whether or not she should become an assassinator in the Faceless Men. And uh, yeah, but basically his takeaway is Hodor died and that was really sad. It was the saddest moment of the whole series. I think. Yep. Yeah. I wasn't sad when John died. I was just really pissed off. I had a good feeling he was coming <laughs> back. I was just like, they're not going to kill this guy. Yeah, but they killed so many before and it's just, they know. I know back. it's weird, but like, I feel like some of the safe ones, I mean, now that he's back, I feel like, John could die again and he's going to be dead for good. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like some of the ones that I don't think are ever going to die is I don't think we're ever going to see Daenerys die for a while. And I don't think we're ever going to see Tyrion die for a while, but I could be wrong. Cause I thought Ned Stark was such a great character. And then, yeah. 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 The epitome of freaking good in the world. <laughs> so dead. <laughs> all the good guys die and all the bad guys live a little longer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's nuts. So then so. we got this last episode, Blood of My Blood. This is the one that just came out. Yesterday. And yesterday. Or two days ago. Sunday. May 28th, I think. And I, I okay, so I got to talk about that scene on the stage where they're doing the thing where Tyrion goes in to kill his father and he shoots at the actor and they have that like sound effect in the background that sounds like, what it was like farting or like a yeah, movie cushion like it was or some farting. crap. Yeah. So weird. What do we want to talk about? I just want to talk about that. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, want... anyway. Okay. So we can talk about that moment <laughs> in that scene, which is crazy. Yeah. So like Arya's sitting there in the audience and she's like looking at this actor and she's like getting really into it. And then, oh, before that though, I like how she was laughing when, uh, when King Joffrey died. Yes. <laughs> she's like cracking. And up. everyone else is like, oh my God. Yeah. They're so like, sad. so sad. What is happening? And, uh, then she goes in the back and she drops the poison in to kill the actress. And as she's walking out, she sees the actress there. And the actress like talks to her and is like, well, girl, you've been here for like, like how, how many times have you been here? She's like, three times. Have you paid? And she's like, no. And she's like, I remember that. I was a girl like you one time. Do you like to be other people? And then she's trying to offer like, a, like she, I think she likes her and they have like a connection. And then Arya and here Arya really trying feels to kill like, her. Yeah. She's like, damn. She was hired by the assassins. What dude. am I going to do? Yeah. And then when she runs out there and like knocks the water out of out of uh, the act- actress's hands, I was like, "Oh shit!" She made her choice. She doesn't want to be assassinated because she's come to like this woman who's like an actress and she's really good at it. And then some sleaze bag like one wants her dead, and it's one of the guys from the play. And um, honestly, her story has not been panning out very well. But the only thing that really take away from this is that 
at the end of the series, at the end of this episode, she realizes she wants to be herself. So she goes and gets her old sword back that she got from King's Landing, and uh, she's ready. She's ready to take on some shit. She's probably yeah. not ready, but she's she's ready. Well, she's prepared that you know that things are gonna happen. that that other girl, um, Waif, I guess is her name. Gonna she happen. she's gonna come and x her out because she knows that she's been wanting to do that. She hates her. She absolutely yeah. hates Arya. Yeah. And where are where is everybody else in this faceless men place? Like, there's nobody else there hardly. Yeah. Except for dead bodies. And well, you see a few faces. other people that like bring carry the bodies from one place to another. Yeah, but, but we actually see what they do now. They literally cut off the faces of these people. Yeah, that's and, disturbing. And, yeah, it's really weird. Um, but they ha- this has to be a huge part of the se- season because I mean what did we see for all the, the promos and stuff was all, all of these main characters faces on the wall that has to mean something I think it will I think I mean there's definitely gonna be a lot more coming from the faceless men yeah like I don't know what it's gonna be but I'm ready for one of the faceless men to be assigned to go and kill and I thought like Arya, somebody with King's Landing or something like that I thought Arya was gonna be assigned to kill one of her her families yeah that would have been interesting and that she definitely probably wouldn't have done. No, but that would make sense. You yeah. know, she just like joined this guild. She has nothing left to lose. Fuck it. No, but she still has. She still has the heart of her dad. Yeah. And her. So now I don't know what's gonna happen. You know. I don't either. It's really um, out in the open. So then we got the wall. Uh, beyond the wall, and it opens up with uh, Mira carrying Bran through the snow, and she's like not making it very well it's about to no. die she's so sad exhausted all strength she she <laughs> she was like i can't go anymore and i was like woman you got your your sled stuck on a tree of course you can't she's trying to pull so hard and it's just like it's like why won't this move <laughs> it's like you're not tired technically you're just stuck on a tree yeah anyway so she yeah. gives up yeah who comes in the guy in a hood the nick of time guy and he's like got this little like ball thing that he drops that he lights on fire and can swing it around and kill all the bad guys. Wait, what's his name? But he, he's well, I want to save that. I'm oh, okay. gonna save that. Yeah. Well, I guess we can say it. Uncle Benjamin shows up, which I don't even remember him. Yeah. But so, here's here's a picture right here from early on, I guess. Yeah. So this was back in season one. He was the one that was helping, like when John was training out in the the fields and stuff like that. He kind of like got him recruited into the night's watch and told him like, you should join the night's watch and got him involved in that. I believe is what ended up happening. Um, yeah. And then everybody thought he had died north of the wall, but he didn't, he did get stabbed though. No, he, he got stabbed by one of the, uh, the ice blades from the, from the white walkers, but he was able to survive due to the children, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, because they they uh they impaled him with dragon glass, which I guess when you ever get killed by the White Walker, if you way use to come dragon back. glass, it brings you back. Yeah, I don't know how that works out, but uh, that's interesting. So I think he's somewhere between alive and dead. <laughs> I don't think he's either. Yeah, I haven't figured that out yet either. Because he looks a little dead. Yeah, he does. He looks super dead, or just very cold. But yeah. he's probably super dead. Yeah. Um. So he saves Bran and Amira from the undead army which finds them and he comes in the nick of time so yep. i was like holy shit so that was cool yeah um and then sam mr fat sam from the night's watch 
is on his way to Horn Hill to see his family and introduce Gilly, the uh, wildling, and his son, little Sam. He shows up, his mom comes out, and his sister, and they're super happy to see him, and they love Gilly, think she's awesome. But then we meet the dad that night. Did you say that she that he is passing her off as the mother for child, of his child? Oh, yeah. No, he didn't say that. Yeah. So, yeah. He's a... Uh, he lied. That that's his daughter, or son. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Gilly's his son is Sam is saying Gilly's son is his son, and that's his baby's mama. Yeah, and he basically told them his family that Gilly he met in the north, but didn't specify that she's a wildling. Yeah, and apparently Randall, the father, despises and kills wildlings. Just like every other like motherfucker them. in this in the north, Just like everybody else. Yeah, and he's a dick, like a real dick. Like you see him, and you, I like you're like, okay, I see you. But then when he starts talking, the voice and the way his demeanor is is just so spot on for a character like that. He had a really good voice. He did. Yeah, he he was super good. Um, and then they're having a conversation and Gilly kind of gets upset right and then she's just like she gives away that she came from the north like north of the wall and so the dad just like goes off like I can't believe you Sam brought this this guy in this this you know thing in here and he literally called her a thing didn't he yeah this it oh it yeah Yeah. it's like I can't believe you brought it into our home or something like that yeah and so he was like you leave tomorrow at first light and she can stay here and the baby will be raised here. I find that so funny how he's like, oh yeah, the wildling can stay here, but my son can't. Yeah. Like why didn't he, I don't know. I don't, I guess cause he shamed the family or whatever, but basically, yeah. I mean, he's saving the, keeping the wildling, I guess to, well, like somebody said free labor, but yeah. still it's, I thought crazy. it was going to be like, you're going to be my sex slave on the side type <laughs> thing. Cause women, I mean, fuck man, women get the really shitty end of the deal here. Um. So, Sam goes to see Gilly, and she he's like, "All right, I gotta go." <coughs> so he leaves. But he comes right back. He's like, "No, what? Fuck it. I want all. I want you both to come with me." And then they go back into the dining hall, and they take the Valerian sword that I even know existed. His family has a Valerian sword out of nowhere, and he takes it, and they leave. Do you think they're gonna go back to the wall? No, I think they're going to go train the Great Masters or to become a, a maester. Oh, that's right. Where's that at? I don't know. Okay. I think it's somewhere. Devin, <laughs> let us know where that is. Yes. Thanks, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that happened. And then back to Bravos. Uh, oh, we already talked about that. So, yeah, Arya can't do it. And then she's going to, yeah, stuff's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Now, big one, King's Landing. This was pretty awesome. So... The king, King Tommen, goes to talk to Queen Marjorie because she's about to have her walk of atonement, just like Cersei did, where she's going to take her clothes off and have rocks and stuff thrown at her because she has to atone for her sins. So he goes in there to talk to Queen Marjorie, and she's, I don't know if she's putting up an act, but she's completely changed and realizes that she was a bad person and um, has sinned and I think was doing bad act. things. Yeah, it's very possible. Um, so that happens and uh she also says that uh she's adopted the faith and repented for her sins and then meanwhile jamie 
and uh the tyrells the the father and the uh the queen lady decide to lead the tyrell army through the streets of king's landing to the uh location where the high sparrow is about to have marjorie sent off on her atonement and they're like no this ain't happening you're gonna give us marjorie and you're gonna give us uh that other dude what's his name her brother the brother that starts with a d um yeah give us them <laughs> or else we're gonna use force like if you listen really closely in the background you can hear Devin go motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> so There's the that. uh I love how the high sparrow kind of leads into what he's gonna say where he's like well we are men of God and we will without question die defending our faith blah 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 and then he pauses for a little bit and he thinks stuff's about to go down and he's like but not today it's like what the fuck today we will not have this happen because she has already atoned for her sins and bum 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 they open the door who comes out King Tommen fuck walks (laughs) down the steps and they announce that the crown and the faith have united and Queen Marjorie and Tallman raise their hands and now the High Sparrow is united with King Tallman and Jamie just shits his pants and then the mom looks over at the dad is like the fuck just happened he beat us He beat us. Yeah. I knew this was going to happen with Toman. Yeah. Easily. So what do you think Easily. this means? Like shit is changed. Like just, is- just when you think that they're going to, they figured it out to, to, to do what they want to do. And honestly, like I think these, these, these radicals need to die. Even though like the people that I'm rooting for aren't any better, honestly. But I mean, you've come to like some of them and understand them a lot more where you can kind of sympathize but not empathize with them. Yeah. So I think, I don't I don't know what's going to happen now. Like, this is a whole new realm that I don't even see, but Toman is definitely in the hands of the High Sparrow. So, yeah. There's that. And he also tells Jamie, sorry, you can't be the uh, King's Guard anymore. Instead, you're going to go take back River Run. Yeah. And, uh... Like, damn it. Yeah. And Cersei's like... I need to make love with you, my my brother. That's the weirdest stuff. Yeah. I still still can't get past that, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I think that's all of it, isn't it? Uh, there's a few more little things. Okay. Uh, Walter Frey, he gets the word that oh, River yeah. Run was retaken by he, Tully, the Blackfish dude. Yeah, he finally comes into play after all this time. I know. Which th- this stuff, like, I didn't really realize all this stuff, like understand the story until I started reading more about it. But uh, yeah, so he's like basically yelling at his sons. And I thought that was a really funny scene. He's just hilarious. <laughs> he's such a dick. Dude, and he's an asshole. He I killed, know. He's going uh, up to his, like, what was that? His daughter or something? Like, killed Rob on the butt. Stark. No, that's not his daughter. That's his his new, like, plaything, basically. But she's so young. That's what the last one was young, too. Oh, God. It's so I weird. think this one might be even younger. This one's like 12. It's so strange. Yeah. At least she looks 12. She could be older. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah, he's basically like, you're going to take that shit back or else that's what's going to happen. And then he brings in uh, um, Edmure Tolley, Edmure Tolley, 
um, who has been a prisoner since the Red Wedding and declares that they will use him to retake River Run. I totally forgot about this guy. I did too. Like, yeah, you didn't even know who he was at first. No. You or Travis. No. I was just like, oh yeah, that's that guy that was going to marry one of his ugly daughters. Yeah, yeah. Um, My God. But then the last thing, this is cool. Daenerys and her dragon. Mm. Yeah. So they're marching along with the whole uh, uh, Dothraki army. Yeah. And she's just like, everyone wait here. So she goes off and like, I guess seemingly hours pass or whatever. And uh, her her little lover man. Yep. Whatever his name is. Right, help me out. Uh, Dario. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go get her. And then lo and behold, a dragon swoops in with her on her back. And I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> the dragon fucking got bigger. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, he's like the size of a Boeing 747 now. Yeah, he's huge. Maybe not that big. Probably half the size. Yeah, yeah. Pretty big, though. But she says this awesome speech to get all the Dothraki uh, riled up. And the next thing you know, they're like, yep, we're going to head home and we're going to get ships and we're going to go across and, you know, kill all the rest of us. A couple interesting things that I was just reading here is that she uh, rallies the Dothraki by stating that she chooses them all to be her blood riders rather than the traditional three that are chosen by the calls. And then she asks her to come and mm. follow her across. But it, what was interesting is I was watching the after the episode stuff and they said that this speech is very, very similar, basically the same speech, but just altered for her needs to what uh, Khal Drogo said whenever she was at his side and he was about to like go and take over and do all this stuff. So like she basically just adapted. It was like the same speech, like reincarnated with her at the helm. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But that was a good end of the episode. Yeah. The what, what episode are we on now? That was episode six. Man, we have so six more to go. Halfway through the season. Wow. Right? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what happens. There's going to be a lot more White Walkers. There's going to be a lot more um, a lot more of the uh, King's Landing stuff going on. Interesting to see what happens to the High Sparrow. What's Arya going to do? She's got a little, little her little dagger sword thingy ready to go and... Will she escape? I don't know. We know, know the hound's gonna be back at some point. We do. Well, it's oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's right. The mount right. or yeah. the mountain or whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, the trial by combat, and then uh, Jon Snow is gonna go take out freaking Ramsay Bolton, do some damage there. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> Which is not gonna be on the next episode. Of places. No, no, it's not. It's yeah. all gonna be about uh, Jamie and. Um, was that it? Well, there was going to be a lot with uh, Jon Snow and, Son- and Sansa and them. Like, oh, that's right. About that's their right. plan. But yeah. Not gonna Man, they still go haven't anywhere. gone anywhere? Like, dang. <laughs> what have they know. been doing? They've been waiting. Yeah. Well, they've been, you know, chatting, having a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Saying like, hey, what are you, like you doing up to, you know? Two weeks, a month. How was Ramsey? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, and the theory is that uh, Sansa might be pregnant with Ramsey's son. Oh, gosh. That would be terrible. I would have to kill that, that kid. <laughs> I don't know. I think she would probably kill her own son, which would be crazy. Yeah. They need abortions. I don't know what they have. Just get the 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 uh the red lady to do a little abortion. Yeah, I'm sure she just has to like wave her hand and say you know. a few things in tongue yeah. and she's good to go. So. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we got for you this week. Uh Brett. 
Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do Thank you that. guys for listening to this episode. If you have any questions, you can email us at hello at theinnergamer.net. Um, if you like what you hear, uh, check us out online. Go to theinnergamer.net and click on any of our social links. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, um, other places, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Uh, and also, leave us a review on iTunes or tell a friend. That's how we grow. We'll be back on Friday with our gaming news. My name is Brent Noski. I'm Austin Morales. And you've been listening to The, the Inner Gamer! Awkward. <laughs> <laughs>